Welcome to People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Today, my guest is Amanda Richardson. She's the CEO of CoderPad, an interview platform that allows candidates and managers to share and discuss their work. We're going to talk about the challenges involved with interviewing developers, how candidates react to new technology tools, and more on this edition of PeopleTech. Hi, Amanda. Thanks for being here. Um, so tell me about CoderPad and how does it work? Yeah, CoderPad is a platform uh, for interviewing and assessing developer talent. So one of the problems we've really found is that, you know, as a HR professional or a recruiter or someone in talent acquisition, it's hard to know who a good dev is and a bad dev is based on their resume or their CV. And of course, for developers, it's equally hard to have a conversation uh, about, you know, how good you are, how well, we will work together what skills you have. So CoderPad started as a platform for doing live technical interviews where we could code together and solve problems together. From there, we added on the ability to do an asynchronous assessment piece so you can help uh, refine the funnel and save developers time to make sure they're interviewing people that definitely have the technical skills. And then they can use a live interview to make sure that the person uh, has code quality and works in the way that you would want them to work. And, and how does it do that? I mean, is it is it structured like a traditional whiteboard interview or something like that? Or have we got a new way? Yeah, we are anti-whiteboard. So it is actually an IDE, which is exactly how developers want to work and do work. Um, so think of the traditional developer, uh, developer experience that you would see uh, someone working in, and we've built in collaboration to that. So think Google Docs for devs, and you can work together on problems. So an interviewer can ask questions, can load questions into the um, console. The candidate can work on the question. You can work on them together. You can talk through how you would actually solve a problem. The interviewer can see you code, can see you work on problems. And it doesn't have to be just a, you know, build from scratch type question, because that's often what, you know, you would ask a developer, but isn't really what they do. And so we have like a fully integrated environment. So you can start with maybe a working website or a working app and you can make changes to it. You can start with a code base and figure out how to debug it or do some of the more, for lack of a better word, normal things you would do on the job, but often are missed in the interview process, which makes no sense. Okay. Um, now, the workforce is changing. I mean, we've, we've all read these articles. It's getting younger. The younger employees and younger candidates want to do things more their way. Um, how do they react to a, something like this? Yeah, I mean, we are used by the companies that probably have the younger workforce and the more technologically advanced. This is what they're expecting. I think to for a more traditional company that is handing a developer a pen at a whiteboard or even sharing screen, it's um, at best antiquated and probably has a terribly low signal to actual performance uh, for the candidate, giving them a candidate tools where they're used to what they're working in, they're comfortable solving problems um, is exactly how they want to work and expect to work. And um, it doesn't make any sense to ask a developer to work with a pen on a whiteboard. It'd be like hiring an email marketer and saying, 
here's a piece of paper and a pencil, go write an email campaign. Like it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't even align with the job. Right. Um, you know, I'm wondering also with, um, with the workforce and candidates and all of the dynamics in the tech workforce, um, there's a fair number of tools out there that do something at least similar. They're in the same church, let's say. Um, are you finding that the competition has been growing in your space over the last few years? Um, I think imitation is the highest form of flattery. And that's what I mean by people are starting to expect this. This is exactly where uh, the market's going. We're proud to have been first. And I think we're also proud to be um, the highest performant one, right? I think things that are hard to replicate come down to ease of use, reliability, performance, speed, scalability. We run millions of interviews a year across large employers. Everyone in the Valley uses us. And I think um, that shows in both our quality of product as well as our brand recognition. So I think everybody knows this is where a better way to interview and I'm glad they're here. And I think um, I welcome meeting them at any competitive fields. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Switching to sort of thinking about the business mm. as opposed to the product. Um, how do you grow a product like this? I mean, you know, how do you expand the product, but, but more important, expand the market and the customer pace? Yeah, I think one of our biggest challenges and opportunities uh, is convincing the 60 to 70% of interviews that are still done through either screen share or a whiteboard, or even just talking about a project or talking about a resume and educating those hiring managers and developers that there's a better way to assess someone's skills um, and actually be able to for lack of a better word, test drive them uh, in the interview process. And so the, the market opportunity is huge and the penetration is still very low. Beyond that, I, there are also a lot of use cases we're seeing that aren't just pure development roles. So we have a number of our customers who use us for data analytics, marketing analytics, sometimes finance roles or different uh, parts of the organization, which may have a more technical data or technical developer component to it, but are really used for understanding how someone works, how someone thinks through the problem and how technically proficient they are. I want to switch gears for a minute and, and ask not about CodaPad so much, but just like the whole working world in, in tech right now. Um, it's always been a pretty competitive space. Um, there's always been a lot of candidates, you know, very qualified, but very hard to get, hard to find. How would you describe it right now? Is it exceptionally competitive from the employer's point of view? Um, are candidates having trouble finding the right job or what do you see out there? 
So it's an interesting time in tech. I would say that, you know, the the hiring pace isn't as frenzied as it was maybe um, nine, 12 months ago. Um, that's certainly been talked about as some of the larger companies and even the smaller companies have had layoffs and shutdowns. Um, but the other thing that's going on is I think a number of developers are also realizing that sometimes career growth and sometimes the opportunities to grow come at other companies. We're releasing a survey that has found almost one in two developers are looking for a new job uh, in the coming year or in 2023 as it's currently here, as there's just so many jobs out there and that is an opportunity for growth. So I think while there may be less hiring, there's more interest in movement from the developers um, for whatever reason, uh, which is interesting to see. So it will be a year of a lot of hiring and a lot of interviewing and a lot of changing. I don't know how that will net out in total, uh, but it'll certainly be a very competitive year for interviewing. And look, the best talent is always hard to find no matter what the the macroeconomic economy is there's always good ideas and there's always good talent and those people are just hard to attract and hard to retain well amanda thanks very much i really appreciate your time and it was great to meet you yeah that was very easy i'm happy to meet you as well mark if i can help with anything else let me know you sure will all right have a great rest of your day My guest today has been CoderPad CEO Amanda Richardson, and this has been PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Welcome to Don't Retire, Graduate, the podcast that asks you what you want to be when you grow up so you can graduate into retirement with a purpose and a passion, whether you're 25, 85, or any age in between. Gain actionable financial and mindset tips from your favorite authors, podcasters, and influencers to help you reach that exciting next chapter. Listen now and start building your path to financial freedom and reframing what retirement can mean to you. This is your host, Eric Brotman, reminding you, don't retire, graduate. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more.